recording. Yes, I'm recording. Sorry. She gave me permission to record. How nice. Oh my god, is this is this a premium Zoom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a privilege. <laughs> you can go all night. Hi everyone. Hi Outcast fans. We got a very special guest with us here today. It's Steph. <laughs> How about you introduce yourself? Hello. Hi Paji. Thank you for having me. Thanks Yasmin for having me. Thanks Outcast fam for for listening and um, for tuning in. I'm Steph. Um, I'm currently in Hong Kong. So I'm on opposite poles of the time zones um, to those of you in the US. Um, and here, um, the work I do revolves around a lot around the topic of mental health. So I founded a, a charity in Hong Kong here called Body Banter. And what we do is we start conversations with young people here about body image. Um, we try to support them as they explore this topic uh, with a sense of curiosity um, and courage. So that's the work I do with Body Banter. And I'm also doing my PhD right now, looking at the topic of mental health stigma in Hong Kong. So trying to understand, um, yeah, what it is about um, our culture that shapes um, this kind of perception that we have toward people with mental illness in our community. So lots of juicy topics to talk about today. Um, yeah, cool. I'm a big fan of Outcasts, um, and I've been a Yay. big fan on Instagram before. So it's an oh, honor to be here. <laughs> This is so great. It's an honor to have oh, you. I feel like I need a lot of mental health guidance. <laughs> so we'll start off with family. Oh my god, family. That's a good place to start. Oh my god, like the mom card. Is, that's like, that's a big thing. The mom card. I feel like Asians have a mom card a lot of times. It's like you just can't say no. It's like, just, Why? Because I'm your mom. Because I'm your dad. Why? Yeah. Yes. Uh, why? And you're, I'm just confused on like. I mean, a lot of times I'm confused <laughs> on why I can't do what I can't do, you know. And it's like, okay, so there's no like lesson. I feel like mm -hmm. I never really learned any lessons. Like my life lessons usually it's like obedience. That's that's a lesson. Yeah, yeah, obedience. That's true. Loyalty. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I resonate with the mom card. And I, you know, I wonder also, you know, since one of our first topics or something we wanted to discuss today was intergenerational um, issues and how that a lot of things that passed on um, from the older generation, uh, perhaps there is a, a lot of misunderstanding with the younger generation as well. And yeah, I'm curious to hear for both of you what, what that was like. Are there things that, um, you know, something that I think about when I think about intergenerational intergenerational things is sometimes I'll be like, I hate that about what uh, something my aunt did or my mom did or my dad did. And then I see it in myself <laughs> and I'm oh like doing God. the same thing to someone else. Oh where my I'm like, God. Like drink some warm water. And I'm like, always. people no, ask I me why. And I'm like, I don't know. Just do it. It's better for you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, you gotta lose. Mom Just said it's better, so it must be. It's true. Yeah. Oh my god, my mom enforces no. it. Like she would, like she would police. Like in the morning, if the first thing I d I drink is not warm water, she'll get so pissed off. And I sometimes like she would just sneak behind That's me. My dad. But I'm like, you know, I just want to drink some water. And then I would like pour cold cold water and then into the glass, and she would just come in like with warm water. <laughs> like you have to drink warm water first. Uh -huh. okay. 
you cannot shock the inside okay and I'm like okay we just <laughs> the inside yeah um but like what you said about seeing what um our parents are and then seeing myself I don't know it's so sad but like it's like something that I struggled so much with growing up and now I'm doing the same thing and it's so frustrating <laughs> yep yep and yep I see it myself too like like not communicating in like relationships like I I, I instead oh, yeah, of instead of talking it out I like become defensive or something like or if I have something that yeah you know like a flaw or something that like my partner points out I guess so defensive instead of like talking it out that I would like like I just I don't I realize I'm acting like my mom I hear that I'm, how about you Yasmin mm -hmm. yeah for me I think it's um like my mom is pretty like a very um clean person so perfection almost yeah. like in, in cleaning and making the bed like when I'm 10 years old like my bed has to be standard standardly made like the hotel where it's like smoothed out you know that's that's the perfection she wants and so yeah I think for me that's the, the controlling aspect almost or like the obsessiveness with these mm. kind of little details and if, if someone else can't do that then I feel like they're not listening to me but then like that's like a really high standard to ask someone to do um and mm. so for me it's like oh god like this is me doing what my mom did to me to others yeah yeah I hear that and you know what's so interesting is that sometimes I wonder um, obviously when you I don't know whether this happens for you both too but when you look at your grandmothers or your parents parents and you watch that interaction it becomes really clear as to what the the trend is within the family and it really takes um that you know looking at each generation to be like oh actually my mom did change some things about the ways mm. that my grandmother did things and she was trying to work hard to improve that too and it's then also part of our work to do the next part and like each generation is changing just a little bit and each generation is trying their best and yeah it's so interesting to see it from that lens as well but yeah I wanted to hear your thoughts on whether you've noticed that as well yeah. in your family I mean, even with my sisters like my my sisters are all 10 12 years apart from me so like two both of them so when I grew up with my mom I was like in fear of her like literally like she can just stare at me and i'm just like oh but then with my sisters it was the time when beating your child is like shame upon you know like you can't do that anymore and and like she has watched stuff that showed like uh hitting a child is not good like internet wasn't a, a thing like back then i mean then uh and mm. not back when we were growing up you know what i mean so um yeah while we were sure. like I was um like used to being disciplined I'm like looking at my sisters just being brats and then like mm. them getting away with it and I'm just like oh, you guys are just so lucky <laughs> but it's just like but it's because you know <laughs> they've they've had like they've my my mom's seen like other stuff that says oh you shouldn't hit a child blah blah you're like traumatizing yeah. them or whatever which you know kudos to my mm. mom for like you know being a good parent to my sisters but it's just like it, it kind of like just brings back like resentment a little bit growing up which made me mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. kind of like I feel like not was so there for my sisters you know because I kind of like kind of like resentment mm -hmm. you know which kind of regretted that 
but yeah yeah uh, stuff like that definitely but yeah it sounds hard but for yeah. sure like her my mom's parents were way worse you know like mm. in terms of being like showing any affection <sighs> i mean i can also imagine it's hard yeah. but i don't know i don't really yeah. know much uh, about my grandparents as well so mm. hmm. it's a lot a yeah. lot of stuff to unpack for sure. Yasmin? Yeah, I mean, we both, like, both of our parents moved to Macau, so we didn't really live with our grandparents so much. Like, I think I just visited mm. my grandparents, like, maybe a couple times, but definitely seen some aspects of, of that. Like, for example, right, like, this example of cleaning, like, <laughs> my grandma's mm. way more intense than that. Like, you would have, like, really clean marble, like, you know, it's, like, white. And then, like, I'm like, oh, this is so nice, this clean. And I see her just picking up, like, little dust from the floor. I'm like, how do you even see that? <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. And then uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it helps because it helps us see, like, oh, they're actually trying to improve to, like, our parents. And, you know, like... Yeah. Definitely, and, and like I think what Paji said makes so much sense because like it's true. The internet is huge. I think that's like another thing. Mm-hmm. Like as kids, you're not really allowed to tell your parents. Or, like in an Asian household, mm-hmm. be like you can't you can't tell your parents. But like hitting kid is bad. Like you can't do that, right? Because I don't know. At least yeah. my household, I can't say like that's bad. But like if someone else tell them, like the internet. Mm-hmm. shows right then it's like oh we never know what change. what traumatized meant you know the word traumatized like is new to me yeah. like growing up i've never like i didn't know about that until like i realized what it was and i'm like whoa i was traumatized a lot of times <laughs> but yeah hmm yeah kind of the words to describe that too for me it was boundaries um mm-hmm. and yeah did you ever think about yeah I know traumatized boundaries Yasmin do you have a word that you didn't necessarily grow up hearing and then you heard it and then suddenly had maybe an epiphany that it was a very useful word to describe things. Uh, yeah I think boundary that's a good one I feel boundary like is such is a good difficult. one oh my god growing yeah, up I was still in the difficult same bedroom as my parents like because I mean we couldn't <laughs> couldn't afford like a house where you know my like yeah i could have my own room or whatever yeah. but damn boundaries mm. please oh my god i can't hide anything <laughs> from my mom <laughs> it's crazy yeah um, or even oh. just like simply mental health like that that's not mm. a, a, a concept Definitely. that i grew, i understood growing up but it's so different now in generation like uh-huh. they talk about that all yeah. the time which is good Mm. sex talk like within your family sex talk is mm. not a absolutely thing for asian parents yeah. Dude, have you ever had the sex talk with your parents but it like when did it happen <laughs> where it's like oh what about kids now it's like they're talking about kids it's like where i i i i, I missed the fade in fade out part you know like of the whole thing like <laughs> you know there's something that's quite interesting about um the ways that uh 
mental health is talked about in Cantonese, which is that um, something, if you're bilingual, you're more likely to, a really common pattern of code switching is that you will talk about uh, mental health related topics in English and you'll switch oh. in the middle of a sentence. So you might say something like, ho depressed or bei diagnosed yao anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been sitting on this question as to why this is a pattern that we see for a while. And I don't think there's a conclusion to it yet, but it's more so, I think what's interesting is that English almost, or the language system of English almost gives us a window for us to express certain things that might not be available in Cantonese. Um, mm-hmm. And in Cantonese, we have words to to say depressed and anxious. So the person could easily have said, or they're all the words that you have, right? And you have all of these <laughs> words. But when you say it in Cantonese, it sounds like it's a huge, massive problem. It's or a heavier it sounds feeling. Like, yeah, yeah. Or like, have you ever heard someone saying, what, like in your face? Probably not. Um, it sounds bigger than if someone <laughs> just says, um, depressed or oh, sad you know the only time I hear the only time I hear like uh like teasing or joking it does and I think a lot of people say that that it sounds heavier in Cantonese um and it almost carries a weight that they don't want to bring and you know bring to the table and we're all about you mean mm. you know and in chinese culture and oh, asian cultures a lot you mean saving good face. point yeah yeah so it's a sticky one so um, it's like if i think for maybe for a lot of parents it's like if your kid kind of comes out and say like oh i'm depressed i'm feeling depressed i don't mean like 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 it's like like or like you know other worrying about yeah. what other families think especially parents that like were from definitely like poverty and like now doing mm. okay they're like oh my god like we have so much like be thankful like and mm. for us to be like sad or depressed they like be like would be like what the hell like how are you depressed when i've gone through like so much worse like that's what they think like and because that's probably what i thought as a sister yeah. when i was looking at my sisters you know what i mean so it's like but obviously you mm. can't compare that way like it's <sighs> but yeah Definitely. I think um, you've touched on such a good point, Paji. It's that comparative suffering. Um, a lot of times I think that within Asian cultures, it's um, the way of reassurance is saying, you didn't have it as badly as I did. Um, mm. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, that is supposed to be a reassuring or is supposed to make a person feel luckier. Um, but it's not it's not the same comparison. Every person's struggle and suffering is, it's a felt experience. It's not a comparative. Um, or even comparative like Philippines, experience. like so, kids in Philippines, like that. Oh my God. Uh, and that's yeah. why like you can't, can't like not finish food because of like, oh, they'll guilt trip you with the kids in Philippines or stuff like that. Woo, guilt trip is very, Definitely. very strong. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you hear his stories oh. growing up of things like, yeah, yeah. Asmin, did you want to add? Go ahead first. Oh no, I just want to say like guilt, guilt. The feeling of guilt is also mm. like really, really strong. And I, I don't know, like I'm still trying to figure that out. But what is it that my parents did that make me feel so guilty all the time, even now? Oh, like just even little now. things. It's so exhausting, and I think I think that's like 
another aspect of like growing up and like it's probably why my parents yeah. also like moved away from their country probably their parents were too much too you know it's mm -hmm. crazy. yeah <laughs> yeah makes me think a lot too you know um the the analogy that i've come up with in terms of like intergenerational transference of lots of heavy things and beliefs and attitudes it's like you know a domino a domino set um i actually have not played <laughs> I don't, I don't have, I've never actually used really dominoes in my life. I just, <laughs> I just thought it was really cool. Or like a Jenga, um, you know, the blocks with different, I don't even know mm. whether it's called Jenga. I think it is. <laughs> the, but you the know, we're kind of, you block it up and then you keep building it. Right. Um, but with dominoes, right. Um, we're kind of like that um, intersection where it stops falling um and you know we've had all of these blocks that have been falling in our past or um you know each generation has kind of just been falling in response to all of the all of the trauma or the, the challenges and the beliefs that have hit them really hard and then we get to be like nope I'm going to stop and it's just uh kind of we're watching the things that have fallen before us but then we'll we'll stop that um I really think that that's what we're doing right now even just having this conversation right like being really aware of what's been harmful and what's been hurtful but also understanding that they had a lot of challenges themselves yeah definitely yeah that's that's, a lot. that's the balance yeah that's true it is because in the end like we're not yeah, we're I'm never sure going to be here like where we are without them too you know like or how we are that's as true. a people now like or how tough we are like it's because of them yeah also. so in the end you know, if you're if like That's true. your kid gets too spoiled, it's also not too good, you know. Mm. Yeah, it makes me so Lots confused on what to be there. like as a parent if I ever oh want my God. to be as a parent. Mm. Oh my God. It's I terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> what do you think about when you like? I guess what are the biggest things that you consider, whether those are fears or um, ideas that or principles that you'll hold um, close to your heart as you consider parenting. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take it day Good by question. day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was raised by like... <laughs> a Muslim dad and a Catholic mom. But my mom is so submissive that it's just mm. like, my Catholic side is just like, mostly just going to church with my mom you know like I never was baptized because mm -hmm. my dad would never like really let me like go into deep like in any religion or whatever but yeah it's just like I've always just never mm. like stood for something you know that's saying like oh if you don't stand for something mm. you will fall for anything that really like fucks with my mom because I don't know I don't know it's like whatever like is treating mm. people nicely like okay you know what i mean like i don't want i just want to treat people how yeah i want to be treated type of thing mm -mm. i think like one thing i uh think of when it comes to like oh what kind of values or what how to be as parents is like i don't want to be like reactive parents because you know like a lot of times as kids like I don't know you break a glass and then I get you get so scared because like oh shoot would, would, yeah it's so scary just to do something wrong and I yeah. don't like I, I mean think... but this is like 
No, yeah, I think it's because our parents were so yeah. like pent up with stress and and like you know just mm, anger yeah. mm. and because they don't talk like they don't now looking communicate. back, I I see my mom so mad at mm. me all the time because she's blowing off steam because she's like submissive to my dad, submissive to her job. Who else? Where else can she blow off steam? It's like when she's scolding me, and so I'm looking back at it like yeah. yeah. That's what it is, but it's just like, you know, and mm -hmm. I accept that because it's just like, honestly, mm -hmm. she did a lot as, you know, as a mom having to clean houses, you know, while taking yeah. the houses and everywhere. Yeah. Oh, sacrifice, wow. sacrifice. I know. Oh. And then so like my mom was like, what? You keep, you keep, like, I'm like, Mom, you know, it's so expensive to have a kid, blah, blah, blah. And, then mom, and my mom's like, well, I was not uh, prepared also, you know, like, we're never ready. You're never <laughs> ready. And I'm like, well, mom, there's birth control now. So it's like, you know, it's not like, oh, surprise now, mom. I can actually choose when. <laughs> oh, my dad, my parents would fight so yeah. much, you know, like, and it's because, you know, like back mm. then, when you have a kid, you have to stay together. You have to, like, it's just, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. and for Filipinos mm. especially, or especially when you're out of your house, your fat, your home, like, of course, you don't want to separate with that one person mm. that you live with. You know, like, because you have to figure out everything. Yeah, yeah. Like most parents are like, oh, mm. I I've only been with your dad. Like, oh, I've only like that's like a a glowing like a gloat for our parents. Like, I've only been with your dad. Okay, okay. Good. But Good like, for your mom. Know, consistency and yeah. <laughs> Plus there's no like I I, I know yeah. for a fact that my parents don't like back they, they don't know like, you know, the rules of getting pregnant or whatever, mm. like, you know, getting protected. Like even now kids are right. getting um pregnant like, you know, because of ignorance yeah. about that. So Oh, you can't blame our parents anyway, but it's so it's crazy to like nowadays, you know, to force into a marriage because of a kid sounds crazy, like in modern days. Mm. You know? But I hear you. Actually, yeah. now is probably still normal back in Indonesia. You know, I don't know. I think it goes yeah. back to like what we were talking about boundaries too. Um, boundaries. Not mm -hmm. really that, that not really being a thing. Um, but Yasna, did you have something to add? I forgot. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll spur the thought. No, I was going to say something about boundaries um, because I think there is this understanding that boundaries almost means that you don't like someone very much. Like um, mm. my mom is someone who is, we've really learned to communicate with each other over time. Um, and I'm grateful that now it's been something we've been working on with my mom and my dad and my, my the rest of my family also. But I was explaining to her what boundaries are. And she speaks English to a, like a kind of a communicative level. She's a conversational level, but slang is often a little over her head. Um, and so I was like, okay, mom, so boundaries. Um, and I think in Cantonese, it's, I tried to translate it into, in a very literal way, like, I don't know, I think it's guy scene or something like that. It's be, definitely not be, that. Who <laughs> knows? What is that? <laughs> Or Kai Han, or I have no Be idea what the... Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. It sounds so, like, like distance, because it's, like, I between know. countries, you have, like, a boundary. And so when I, I think of, like, between countries, exactly. when you say that in Chinese. 
Maybe you can say like, exactly. Oh, you see, so Hong Kong. Oh, you thought he's. Oh, see, Hong Kong. Okay, that's good. Right, that's a good pivot. Get hold of it, girl. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like there's some stuff Definitely. in Cantonese would, would, like, the feeling can match, but the words don't match. Like, there's some stuff like in you're right in words, in, you know, yeah. like uh, goosebumps mm. and chi- uh, and uh, gai pei, hey gai pei, You know, it's different words, <laughs> but it's the same. <laughs> how do you say how do you say uh mental i need mental space from you okay you can say see at hong kong right but how do you say like yeah mental space something <laughs> i think like some lay some lay get hong kong or you know something like that you know um yeah. is another word like distance yeah. um um i don't really yeah, know whether actually, that that's, that's is, good yeah, yeah. Oh, so you yeah. Hong- yeah. I think Hongan sounds very gentle, I think. Yes. Hong- um, yes. I think so. Except if you say Not it. Hong- yeah. <laughs> Hong- <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hong- Hongan. The way you say it. Yeah. I realize. So many That's great. No, I think because no one or we didn't grow up saying that um at home. And so mm. I think when I was um explaining that to my mom. It felt really challenging to explain to her that I was setting a boundary because I cared about the relationship. I was like, you know, it helps for us to have boundaries, not because I don't like you. In fact, it's because I like you a lot. <laughs> you know, I need the space so that I can, I can find my, I can find myself again. I can um, refresh and give myself a bit of a moment, and then I can respond to you in a way that's not going to be hurtful. So yeah. it was really nice to explain that to her, even if, you know, when I when I said the word, um, it sounded like a desire for distance, you know, mm-hmm. and she was like, mm-hmm. or, you know, oh, oh, yeah, things like that, yeah. or like, you know, and I was like, no, you know, my but it's me it's not you (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it's It's been nice to talk about too wow that must have been like (laughs) challenging but kudos to you for making that step (laughs) yeah it's hard (laughs) yeah just the language itself like the culture in the language like it doesn't it's just a weird combo mental health in Cantonese, unfortunately. Oh yeah. I mean, even mm-hmm. even Isn't like it? speaking yeah. to my mom like that has like English that's kind of broken. So she understands my English yeah. to a certain point, you know, and I don't speak mm. her felt like the Galog, I mean Bisaya in her level. So can never mm. get that deep. But when we do get deep enough, we would yeah. both cry. You know, like it's yeah. just, just a lot of times now when we would get emotional, you know, especially when I'm like telling her stuff that's like, oh, I realized that you are just being a good mother. You would get so, so emotional and cry. And I'm like, oh, mom, I can't. You know, we were so emotional now. Back yeah. then, it's just like everything's stressed out. Like, and when I cry, my mom was like, you, you, you're going to cry more? Like, she's just like, you know, oh my God. I was so yeah. scared to cry. And then, and then like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. but now it's just like i cry all yeah. the time <laughs> but yeah my mom got in get so much those better tears out sure. mm. i hear you yeah and 
I wanted to ask you both as well with regards to just conversations about mental health, because something I noticed when I was having, you know, I work with a lot of people with lived experiences of mental illness and in in recovery. Um, and whenever I ask them, you know, what is, why is, why is mental health important to you? Or why do you think that mental health plays a big role in, you know, being a happy person or a living a fulfilled life? And the first response that so many people say will be, I don't want to be a burden to other people. You know, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, if I'm in a poor state of mental health, that I'm And it just makes me think about, um, you know, a lot of times we we demonize the fact that, oh, we care too much about other people around us. And I think, of course, there's a lot to say about caring about ourselves for the sake of ourselves. Mm. But it also makes me think how our culture really does, like our sense of self is so tied to our collective as well. Maybe that's not the worst thing, you know, maybe that is the way we see like our self is, is the collective and that makes us more yeah. empathetic people as well. Um, but I wanted to hear your thoughts, you know, like what does mental health mean to you and why is it important for you also? Uh, for me, I feel like there's there has to be that balance of like when you're in a relationship or when you're growing up you're also kind of figuring out yourself and then how do you know who you are without your family who are you kind of thing and figuring that out yeah like a healthy Mm. balance of that is where you can truly like know where your values lie and what you what fits you what doesn't fit you what what is something that my parents Mm. teach me that it's like okay this is thanks for teaching me but I want to think about if it's for me kind of thing um yeah and I don't know just for sure why is mental health important Uh, (laughs) it's a big question I know how do you answer that (laughs) Uh, yeah I think like yeah mental health is a lot of time seen as a privilege you know like for you to be Mm. okay completely you have to be privileged like oh you must be Mm. rich to to get like help like or or even like that's why Mm. like complaining they they say they would think you're being a brat because you're just like oh my god like you have so much and like and venting is seen as a weakness but honestly people need to vent like people Mm. need to like let out and and that's what like I feel like I learned that mental health is very important to learn about because so that yeah. we can navigate um, our lives easier, you know, because a lot yeah. of times communicating is hard because we don't know how we think or why we feel why we feel mm. because like a lot yeah, of times exactly. just, you need that space yeah. to figure all that mm. out. And I, I always like think it's because growing right. up, I never really had you know like even when I'm being disciplined I don't know why I'm being disciplined why am why am I being hit like mm. I'm just saying you just don't do that or like you know like or or just like the way the way that I was brought up or something like oh using blackmail to 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 um uh punish me or stuff like that you know the way that that they yeah. executed like their parenting skills like it makes me think oh oh what if like they they taught me differently would I be different or whatever but it's like it doesn't matter now like uh <laughs> now that it's like uh I have the resources or like you know online you can find anything like really like if you have anxiety you can like search how how to how to ease anxiety or whatever like that you know I Mm. I like 
take advantage of this and and i i heal myself mm. now you know i'm not gonna complain about my past but i would for sure, sure. take care of my mental health now and that's for sure like mm. one thing that being a parent i feel like is very ideal like my parents i grew up seeing them fighting all the time like it was awful and honestly like that's mm. what traumatized me as a, a child like everything i think of like or or like have doubts of is because a lot of things that i grew up seeing and if you're not happy you sh mm. like you don't want to you don't want your your kids to see you unhappy because it's like what does it say like of having a family you know it's like oh am, am i supposed to just be okay with this you know oh oh yeah Ugh. so yeah yeah so that's why that's it's like stuff. mental health now it's like it makes me think like oh i gotta be okay before i i bring life into this earth you know yeah. and i'm putting so yeah. much like high like mm. priority I, at it now yeah i also like was yeah. i don't know where i read this but um because like i have a sister who is already a mom and then you know like she would obviously like being a parent gives you a very different perspective into your relationship with your parents as well and then like mm -hmm. something interesting yeah and something I read was like um if as a parent if you beat your child up or like as angry at them or, or whatever you do um based on your emotions how you're feeling they don't hate you but they hate themselves like secretly they start hating themselves wow. like, why do parents why did I why, do, do, why does my mom yeah. do exactly what did so I do to make mom... yeah exactly yes yes oh, you wow. blame yourself yeah you don't blame parents sure maybe on the surface sometimes you like resent your parents but deep 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 down it's like I hate myself for being this way that my parents have to act that way and so for wow. me like that's like a huge mm -hmm. mental health because like mm -hmm. oh if, if my dad comes mm -hmm. home stressed and then like you know he does something and then I'm like oh I hate I don't know hey why did I do that oh if I just didn't turn on the tv then I'll be fine I would have I wouldn't have been beaten up you know what I mean mm -hmm. like so it's that yeah. perspective as a kid you don't really you're so innocent you don't really like see that yeah oh, and then you you mentioned that to your parents and then so you, they they're like what you still remember that you what like I did that <laughs> to you and it's like yeah that's one of the most traumatizing yeah. things that I have to grow up with but thanks <laughs> it's like, I hear you on that oh mm. my god yeah yeah like you take so, so much like, of the hit mm -hmm. hear you and then you don't yeah. want your future kids to think that so like you have to be I don't know very sane yeah. uh, I don't know how yeah. parents do it but yeah yeah for sure for sure mm -hmm. definitely I just wanted to add one thing here also, which is that, so with mental health, um, it's such a spectrum also. It's also about showing that you can feel sad. Like I think mm -hmm. something that um, my my dad is someone who doesn't show very much emotion, especially negative emotion. He's actually a very, like covers a lot of things up. And it was when I was younger, I was just like, oh, he's like, he's fine all the time. He's fine. Like the word, it's always, he's fine all the time. And you know, as I grew up and I studied psychology and I started to learn how to pick up people's cues as to how they are and mm, I guess more hidden signs, more covert signs of when people are anxious or not happy. I was like, oh my gosh, he's always anxious <laughs> or he he's anxious a lot of the time 
and doesn't necessarily show it to me or tell me about it. Um, and so I think that's something else, um, you know, not saying he didn't do a great job. It's more so when I become a parent, I want to make sure that I'm also expressing that I'm not happy sometimes also just mm-hmm. normalizing that to my kid and say like, yeah. Hey, you know, how do, you know, if let's say my kid says like, how are you doing? I might say I'm a bit sad today or I'm sad today. It's, it hasn't been such a great day, but um, you know, I'm going to, maybe I'm going to journal about it today and talk to a friend. So also modeling the, the coping mechanisms and the yeah. expression of both positive and negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Something I I would have I would want to model for my kids going forward. Yes. Yeah. I think that's really good because it's like, you know, like that crying aspect of like, oh stop crying, you know, like kind of letting letting emotions because emotions are meant to be felt, right? If you don't really feel they're meant to feel be felt. your emotions, yeah. then like they kind of it will come out in the wrong way it will come out in the wrong way in the wrong time like if if you don't deal with it or like deal with it first it never goes away unless you like you know sit with it or something like that definitely for sure i think yeah over time maybe even just with our parents and i've been trying to find ways to just like weave conversation into it like how are you even if they find me annoying Mm. (laughs) Uh, my mom is really good at doing the response but like (laughs) with my dad's like I'm like dad how are you he's like no (laughs) I think if I if I push too much like I could see that my dad would start getting annoyed I am fine that is we're okay (laughs) we're okay don't ask questions (laughs) the only time my dad was like queuing up was when like my you know my dad's mom passed away and then he like immediately like was like, all right, I'm gonna go now. Bye. Like like on the on the video chat, I was like, oh my god, yeah. ah! and I cried so much after that because it's like it makes me think of like just so like how much they put in and yeah, let out just because yeah. of pride. Fuck pride, man. Like people thinking like you know, <laughs> or even just like, or even just like, like so scared, not like, having that example for them, right? For them, mm. they see their parents, right? They don't, they didn't have that example. I think we grew up with examples sure. of like other families or the internet. We see that oh, mm. actually, you can talk about your emotions, exactly. But like our parents didn't have that. Oh. You know, as someone that's yeah. like with a tan skin, for I sure. always like just have like the lowest expectation already for myself like even like like academic wise or even behavior wise like i'm Mm. always i people always see me and i will always feel that people see me as like the naughty one or like oh this this it's so naughty like because even my mom would say that like whenever i get in trouble like my mom would be like or if someone gets in trouble and it's like they were like teasing me my mom would be like what did you do you know, like first thing all yeah. the time. And so oh it's my like, gosh. so it's like, if even mm. my parents, my mom, my dad's never like parenting. Like my dad's just there for the money or like giving me snacks and or whatever. But my mom is the one that's like always just, always just telling me I'm such a disappointment, you know? And, and so I always like set myself in a low bar. But yeah, like uh, Asian, Asian like beauty standards and stuff, right? Like (laughs) when you get like a little darker, (laughs) you're just like, oh, why so black? And I'm like, mom, like I'm like saying that to your daughter, really? Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, that that brings us to our next topic about like body image and 
Mm. And um, the whole can of worms. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> like how like every Absolutely. auntie would just be like, oh, uh, like, oh my God. It's just so what true when the auntie's your... telling your the body image thing. <laughs> but you know First what though? Thing, Even though you, you, did... you get thinner, they will still find something bad to say. Because when I got thinner, like I if you get point, thinner, they're like, I didn't oh, eat too rice. skinny now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't eat rice for a week. Yeah. And I literally like dropped like so so much like so much. And then my mom was so pissed when I wasn't eating rice also. She was like, Why you don't eat rice, huh? But I'm like, you know, that's very unhealthy and blah blah blah. Like I'm like, Mom, I'm just so sick of people saying that I need to lose weight, okay? Like Jesus. And then <laughs> and then I lost so much weight and then like and then one day of compliments later the next day they're like my aunts are like oh no more boobs no more no more butt no more butt like like oh my god like you know not too much and then my mom is like you look like an addict like like a like a coke addict or whatever and I, I, know what you mean. Like, oh, I can't please anyone oh you know i couldn't please anybody when they comment on your weight or whatever and you're just like obviously can't tell them that they need to check themselves because oh Oh, disrespectful. That would be so disrespectful. I disrespect all of that. I'm like, you asked for. I clap back. I'm gonna guess. Are you visiting soon? Yeah, after four years of not seeing like my family in Macau, I'm gonna go see Oof. them. It was weird going back, like uh, after four years of being an adult by myself, kind of thing. Mm. Like going back to the same thing, like being preached about every little thing i'm like mm. i've lived my life for four years alone i'm okay and i could i could deal with life on yeah. my own but then i don't know it's like mm-hmm. the love language to preach they gotta preach about every little thing like yeah you know drinking yeah. water is still good for you i'm like yeah i know that you told me 10 billion times already you know and it's like little things and i'm like oh, okay and then i just kind of like uh you know what like, though yes. i do see like my in-laws yeah. doing the same thing to my like partner like they, I, I guess it's a parent thing, you know. They just want yeah, to like, control. Sure, it's like they're slowly, slowly, yeah, just in control of everything, mm. you know. Because they're also getting old. Oh my, it's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like being far away from from family is also just yeah a whole whole can of worms and and worries that need to be taken care of. Yeah, and it we it just kind of circles back to that front part of our um our conversation about intergenerational conversations too like you know starting to talk about these vulnerable things as we're getting older as well um as our parents are getting older and it's like that's that's when the vulnerable conversations come out and the discomfort also comes out um and people start to be like oh should I talk about getting old and feeling nervous about aging and um growing up you know for us young adulthood um for parents it's like retirement um you know you know all the all the sicknesses and um and the issues of old age all that stuff they're all touchy topics things that people don't really want to talk about um have you ever heard you know when people when you talk about death at a dinner table for example people are like choy, uh-huh. or like choy, choy. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. i don't know it's like yeah, always right? okay i'm not alone <laughs> always okay I've never yeah. really had a conversation. Like, I feel like I've I've always life. tried to ask some yeah. like whenever I do ask a question with my parents, I feel like I always got turned down. Like just somehow like it ends mm. up with hey, yeah, like like don't ask like that like that all the, the time. Hi, yeah. 
Yeah. And I feel like I yeah. don't know anything about my family For sure. because of that. And it's like a lot of times, like even my partner would ask something about my parents that I should know or something. And then I, I don't know. Mm. And it's like, how would you not know? And I'm like, I, I don't actually talk to my parents that much, like in terms of <laughs> yeah. family stuff, which is weird to tell people that, you the know, big stuff, yeah. but it's really like that when you're like in a third culture family, like, because it's just mm -hmm. like because you have like yeah. a life in that country and then you have like a home is so different you know it's just another thing and uh, i mean depends if your Definitely. parents let you in you know their culture mm -hmm. like if they took the time to or you know if they didn't have time for sure to, so my parents didn't really have time yeah. to and i now have a time but you know do i am i lazy I may be a little lazy, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to broach the conversation. I don't think it's, it's That's easy to, yeah. like, and going, even just going back to like, why are our older relatives might say things like, ah, oh, and they fade oh, or comment on our bodies. It's like, I think I like to see it as, you know, those, um, you know, when you're on a roller coaster and there are these grooves that the roller coaster goes on or train tracks, essentially. Yeah. And I think about how conversations often are like that. And, you know, it's probably the case that for our older relatives, this is just like the conversational grooves that they've the always talk. traveled on. <laughs> the small talk. You know, what do you, what do you say when you, when you meet someone at a dinner gathering, right? It's like probably the first familiar thing that comes out of your mouth is a comment about body. I don't think people think yeah. twice about it. Um, or it's talking cute. about food, you know, like, or uh, you know, it's a way of yeah. starting a conversation. Or the first um, thing they I think say all is of like, us, yeah. 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 right. Yeah. And that's familiar, um, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and even for our, um, whenever even if I'm in a situation where I don't know how to start a conversation, I might comment on, let's say for us, it's, it might be the weather, <laughs> something less, um, something less aggressive, <laughs> but nonetheless, mm -hmm. it's something that we have almost programmed into our heads as something that is likely to start conversation. And for them, maybe in their generation, it was something that was able to spark a conversation. But for us, it just, um, because of the way our world has changed, our societal norms yeah. have changed, beauty standards are so pervasive everywhere on social media, it just hits different. Um, but it's, you know, it's interesting in that way to look at it through that lens, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think it's like almost like muscle memory for some people, you know, like they're excited to see you, like, you know, like relatives are excited to see you. And the first thing they say, oh, you're so fat. But they don't mean like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're fat. You're disgusting. But they yeah. mean, like, it's almost like, you know, the meaner the comments, they like think like the closer you are, you know, equal yeah. to the closer you are, you know. That's a good like, point. Mm. Very backwards, like <laughs> logic, like but thanks. <laughs> like, but man, but they just, but then they ask for stuff like, oh, my God, like, you know, like they ask for presents when I send back gifts to my mom. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, and oh it becomes gosh. so nice afterwards, you know, when, when they get their presents. Like, oh. thank you. Um, thank you. Like that. And then no comments. No comments. Like, oh, they can keep their comments. Oh, <laughs> they oh can God. keep their comments. <laughs> it's funny so but you're right it's really a reflex for them and 
you know, but it, it's yeah. like, it's, it's on us to change the general, like we are adults now we can stand yeah. up for ourselves. You know, we're not those kids. That's like, Oh, afraid sure. of a mom card anymore. Absolutely. I can actually tell my parent, my mom, like logic. And she would be like, that's true. Like it, we can have conversations mm. now. And it's like, I'm so thankful for that, obviously, but it's like, obviously, like, it's so beautiful. To it's also me, yeah. you know, like yeah. learning how to communicate too, because before I would always just be mad too, like, or annoyed by yeah. my mom. Like, every time I see my mom trying to talk to me, I see this a nagging. Because, I, I mean, because growing up, like, mm. I, I, I never got to talk to her because she's always mad at me. Then now, like, when she does try to talk to me, I'm just like, she's just nagging oh at God. me. And yeah. it's just, right? Oh, there's so many I times I feel so guilty why. afterwards, like, because I'm like, I exactly. realized how rude I was. I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry, mom. No, yeah, I would, because like growing up as like teenager to young adult age, I'm like, oh, I'm so annoyed every time my mom calls my name mm. or or says anything. And then I'm like, what? Mm. And then she's so like, oh, yeah. here's some oranges. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> nah, I'm the bad guy. Because <laughs> like, why am I so annoyed? But it's, it's true. It's like, because we saw it as like nagging or yeah, I don't know, telling us to do this, do that, and so like now whenever they, yeah, it kind of makes you yeah. like reflect on you yourself. Uh, we have reprogramming to do too. Mm, you know, yes. there's like a collective reprogramming. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yep. This was such a good conversation. I'm so, I I also just, I guess it gave me a chance to reflect also on, you know, just right at the end of the conversation, thinking about parents nagging and how we're so programmed to believe that our, our parents are coming at us with a certain yeah. intention. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there were things that in the past that would have created those beliefs for us. And then it's like now the, the relationship is changing also. And they're probably reflecting on, you know, as they grow, um, they're also reflecting on things that they might have wanted to change as well. So I think that's a really yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. It's true. I'd love to hear from the, the outcasts community about if you, you know, when you're listening to this and if you have things that you've um, reflected on, things that you might have, you might, you might be watching your parents also start to reflect on and then things that you yourself are reflecting on um, as to things you might have assumed that your parents are doing because of the things mm. that they've done to you in the past. Um, and then, yeah, looking at your parents as well and then acknowledging things that they're changing. I'm so curious to hear from all of you also. Yes, yes let us know comments. True. And well, I also want to say <laughs> most of us are lucky to have parents who at this age like are still open to kind of learning and mm -hmm. growing the ways of communicating the ways of being a parent because maybe some people are not lucky enough to have parents that sure you know, where they didn't have to set the boundary of like completely cutting off the relationship Absolutely. you know because some people might have to do that for their own mental health sanity um so that. like some of us are lucky enough to have still have these kind of conversations with our parents yeah but um absolutely yeah yeah hugs to those of you mm. and i hope you're finding chosen family also if that's yes. the case chosen family yes yeah before we end can i tell you this really random fact that i learned about i think this? you told us you, yeah, yeah. i'll say it i did tell you. say here okay so 
for the, I don't know if yes. people can see the screen if you're listening on the podcast. If you are imagining a Korean heart, you know, the ones with the, the two fingers overlapped, um, that isn't just, that's not the full part of the heart. It's your whole hand is the heart and the top um, are the aorta, <laughs> the two overlapping, like the veins. I'm not, I'm not a med student. <laughs> Don't, but if you're a genius. med student and you're wondering that I, <laughs> um, if I misnamed the two, the two overlapping um, veins or, you know, those, those bloop, 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 bloop things. <laughs> so your fingers are those overlapping veins or um, I think they're called aorta. And then you, the whole hand is the, is the body Amazing. of the heart. <laughs> isn't, isn't so I hope you have that. <laughs> Right? Is it the size so, of your right? fist, like the size of your heart? All right. I think. Or was it the kidney it. or the lung? I don't remember. Oh, the lung for sure. Heart. I think I'm not sure which organ it was, but it's heart. Your fist is the size of one of the right? organs. Your heart. Med heart? students is out there, the help us out. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a med student, tell us tell your us brain what the size of our fist. Whether. <laughs> oh, that's kind of small. Yeah, <laughs> I really hope my brain's not the size of my fist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Maybe two two fists. I like it. Two fists, hopefully. Oh yeah, true. Right? Actually, it's like it's two lobes. I think or... so. Do you think and so? One, Do you think it's probably one, maybe two lobes, right? Yeah. Mm, Four maybe. <laughs> I'll take I'll take two fists. I think I'm happy with that. <laughs> Oh my god. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. This was wonderful. Yes, very thanks for helping us think too. I feel like you had good questions too. Oh yeah, I feel like I'm in therapy session, you know. Uh, every time I talk about my past or my childhood, I get like, you know, a little just a little teary, Mm. a little like a little like emotional. (laughs) But yeah. It's a lot of emotion. A lot, a lot. I don't Lots like. Lots of love. No, this is amazing. This is good. All right. Hope it's like. Hope this like healed someone. Like I feel like healed. Healing. <laughs> Healing. You know. We can have more conversations. Just bring me back. Yes. 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 <laughs> Let us know if you guys want to bring. Oh, sure. yeah. Shout out whatever you want to shout out too. Your channels. Let us know oh. your channels <laughs> that people could check out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah put this in the end. Yeah. So you can find me um, on Instagram at at underscore the mighty munchkin underscore. (laughs) Funny story with that is one time someone only knew me by my handle and they I'm pretty I'm pretty small as a person. And they said to me, oh, are you the mighty munchkin? And there was a person next to them and they were like, that's so rude. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 that's my handle. (laughs) It's okay. That's adorable. So cute. Oh my god, that's such a cute name. Um, what about the um the charity you yes. created? And the charity, if you want to follow us at Body Banter, we're at Body Banter, and our website is www.bodybanter.com. So those are the ways that you can find me um on my IG um or find us at Body Banter and find out about our work there. Oh, thanks, fam. There we go. Yeah. Out, guys. <laughs> Important work you're doing. Like and subscribe, so people. Much, yeah. and Paji. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> this is great. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>